Good day. Thank you for listening to the Melody Informant podcast this week. In this episode, where were you kicked out of? Where can you buy Western wear in Nova Scotia? Well, you could always make wedding history and go chicos. Is the harbor actually safe to swim in normally? I'd rather swim in the harbor than in, in the lakes around here. And for some reason, we take your shawarma order. Shawarma? I was looking to get two shawarma plates. Have you called the wrong number or are you setting us up for a hummus joke? This is the station with Melody Informant. Why, why, why wouldn't we say that? Melody Informant in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. If you have been kicked out of anywhere, 902-425-1035. And I mean, we mean anywhere. It could be because you were a little too intoxicated at the bar. It could be because you were a little too, I don't know, rowdy at the Walmart. Like, <laughs> we just want to know when you were kicked out because this story is the one mm-hmm. to beat. And it's from someone uh, we met Friday night on our Hot in the Harbor cruise. But this guy, we actually already kind of know. Yeah. Jared had called a few weeks ago to say this. Oh, hi. Um, I'm Jared. I just called you guys to say, like, I love you guys. <laughs> you guys are awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Jared. I was just listening to one of your guys' commercials, and, and uh, I think Melody was, like, talking about Popeyes and hell, and she was stunned. And, like, you guys are very unfiltered, and I love it. And uh, <laughs> it's, very, it's really nice. <laughs> Funny, uh, just just as a point of reference that you guys are very unfiltered. That call came uh, shortly before I talked about when I started my period at work. So you know, and true. you were out of the room. We are very unfiltered. He, like I said at the time, he knew not of what he spoke. <laughs> and then we got to meet Jared and his uh, wonderful girlfriend Ashley on our Hot in the Harbor cruise Friday night, and it was very nice and lovely. Except when the cruise went back to the dock and he was forced to leave the boat. Yeah, we had no idea why because it didn't seem like he was. You know, he didn't seem out of control or anything. We had just talked to him. He didn't seem so drunk that they had to re-dock the boat to kick him off and we're wondering why and the phone is ringing <laughs> hi you're on hot country 1035 who's this hey four minutes jared from the hot country cruise <gasps> jared! hey what's going on everybody <laughs> oh my gosh jared do we ever need to hear about what happened to you yeah i mean i figured you guys are curious why i was getting kicked off the boat <laughs> You gave a lot of people a scare because we weren't that long into the cruise when we were heading back to the dock and a lot of people were worried, is the cruise all already over? What's going on? And there you, you and uh, Ashley get off and then, but you forgot your water bottle and I ran after you and gave you a water bottle and, and you said, I'll tell you the story next week. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be honest, like I've kind of always had the adventure thrill in my, in myself, so I don't know. I seen a ladder in the back of the boat, and uh, I was like, I want to climb to the roof. <laughs> and then I just, like, asked Ashley, I was like, would you care if I climbed on the roof? And she was like, climb on the roof. And I was like, oh, man, now I got to climb on the roof. You know what I mean? Like a girl's telling me. Oh, no. Oh, you're already oh, blaming no. her, I see. <laughs> yeah, it was Ashley's fault. And then, you know, I took a couple pictures, a couple selfies and whatnot, and and I climbed back down, and that's kind of when the trouble started. They no- Somebody in security noticed, did they? I think every single security member noticed, yeah. I guess you're not allowed to climb on the roof on the Harbor Queen. No, that is something that we found out this week. <laughs> it's I off mean, limits. It's off limits on the top. They don't specifically have signs on the ladders. You see, there are a couple of ladders to go up. They don't have signs that say, please do not climb. I bet you they will now, though. <laughs> I want you guys to tell me next week if they do. <laughs> you know the reason there has to be, like, don't put this bag over your head on a plastic yeah, exactly. bag. There has to be rules in place, right? And After it, someone does Yeah, that. someone always has to do it first before you realize, <laughs> did we need a warning for that? Yeah, Jared's why. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently you do. <laughs> At least they didn't throw you off the boat. They were kind enough to redock and just escort you off. Hey, I was being polite, but he was just, he was just doing his job. You know, like, I just, I, yeah. I did something I shouldn't have done, and I was like, well, you know, I knew there's consequences. And you're fine, and everyone else on the we the cruise continued on, and it was fine. Oh, that was, yeah, like, honestly, it was still the best night I've had in a long time. Oh, like, it was, wow. it was just cut short a little bit, you know what I mean? <laughs> 
<laughs> Do you think so you'll I'm, be back on, or are you even allowed? <laughs> they didn't say nothing. So okay. I'm coming okay. back. Don't you worry about that. Again, very courteous. Just, you know, don't, just don't climb things. Just no things. Just stay on the ground. <laughs> no, I want to see you guys a little longer next time. So <laughs> I was definitely a little embarrassed when I was like getting kicked off. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm ashamed. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a great feeling. We we understand, and for you to come and and publicly tell everybody about it too, that's you know that takes a lot. So, but we appreciate, we appreciate uh, the great story to tell on the radio because otherwise we'd have nothing to talk about right now. Perfect. Well, I'm listening, so I'd love to hear it. <laughs> yeah, and otherwise we wouldn't be saving the next Jared who sees a ladder on a boat and thinks <laughs> I need to climb that. That's right. No more Jared. No more ladders and no more roof. Yeah, where have you been kicked out of, Lindsay? I'm not 100% sure what pub crawl it was. I think it was one of my friend's birthdays. And we actually stopped in at the old palace. <laughs> um, and, of course, everybody else managed to get bracelets except for me. Mm. Apparently, my ID didn't look like me. Uh-oh. But legit, it was my real ID. <laughs> and, you, and you paid good money to be able to say that, didn't you? The bouncers that had told me no went on to break up a fight somewhere, and me and my friend had the idea that we were going to try with the second bouncer, and I was literally at the front of the line, and the other one came back and goes, I already told her no. Uh, (laughs) So that was my uh, last it's chance I ended up going home and going to bed. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's so embarrassing, though. <laughs> Lindsay, it yeah. strikes me that, uh, you know, you tried twice. Yeah. You forgot that third time's a charm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's always another door or a window or something. <laughs> or you could do what uh, Dave Baker does and bribe them with scallops. Or hummus. <laughs> Hummus would would keep people away, yeah. apparently. No. Him and Lobster Dave and his son and their two nephews demanded I go out uh, after the, the boat uh, with them on Friday night. And the way we got into a bar with a very long lineup wrapped around the building was that this one bouncer, they, they bribed with scallops all the time. So that he just let us waltz right in, gave us the stamps, didn't have to pay cover, and we had a wonderful time. So next time, a pocket full of scallops is all you need. <laughs> I don't know if, war- if sweaty, warm pocket scallops is going to do it, but... Can you imagine, though? <laughs> you could try. They keep coming in, so we need to share them with you. Tasha, where'd you get kicked out of? So pre-COVID, a friend of mine came home from Alberta. This was August of 2019. We were at the split crowd. It's two drinks in. The band was amazing. So I was singing and dancing and just having a good time, interacting with them like I always do with live music. <sighs> and I went to get a drink. And I mean, my buddy was tipping well. Like every time he buy a drink, it was like $15 a oh drink because the rest was his tip. Whoa. Like he, he, he did really well, right? He's like, just keep them flowing to the girls. Just keep them happy. So I go up to get a third drink, and he goes, I can't serve you anymore. Why? You're having too much fun. His exact words. You're too loud and having too much fun. I looked at him, and I was like, but it's a live band in a bar, right? Yeah. That's kind of the whole point of the whole (laughs) business. He goes, no, I think it's time for you to leave. I can't (gasps) serve you anymore. I was like, I had three drinks. He's like, please don't make me call security. Please leave. Whoa. That's like. I was sober. I wasn't even drunk yet. (laughs) Yeah. That's what every bar wants is somebody is a room full of you. Right? Okay. Here's the only thing I'll say to this, Tasha. Is that every person that is kicked out is always insistent that they weren't that bad. <laughs> I will 100% promise you, I don't rarely drink. So three <laughs> drinks for me, and they were three beers. Do you still have a blood sample from that night we can test? <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that. Hey, Kim, where'd you get kicked out of? So I'm bringing my bestie, Heather, into this with me because <sighs> she's, She's Uh-oh. just as bad an influence as I am. <laughs> right. Already so, sounds like you're blaming Heather. Mm-hmm. We've both been kicked out of Toys R Us and the Superstore in Dartmouth from the toy <laughs> section. <laughs>
Uh, safe to say, neither of us were expecting that. (laughs) (laughs) What did you do to get kicked out of (laughs) Toys R Us? Well, you know how toys make noise, and we love that side of things, and um, we try to make the toys do the row, row, row your boat, and then the next one do row, row, row your boat kind of sound. Like a cannon. (laughs) Yeah, so we had every single toy making noise, and we were very disruptive. And we were escorted out of both places, so yeah. Did you you have kids with you, or was it just two grown women? Two grown women. (laughs) I do that now. My son grabs my hand and goes, come on, Mom. (laughs) I didn't realize Toys R Us was open after the bars closed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's our pre-drunk. <laughs> Yvonne, thank you for calling. You want to raise the stakes even more. Where'd you get kicked out of? I, I might be the first. I was put out of Hatfield Farm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. What did you do? Yeah. We, were, we were at a Christmas party. Um, we were all uh, went up on the truck wagon. And um, we were having a good time. We had a big steak dinner down by the cabins, and we were on the bull there and all this other stuff. So then we went down around the fire pit, and they were playing music, of course. And the beer was going down good. (laughs) And um, they started playing Party for Two, Shania Twain and Billy Currington. It's one of my faves. I'm having a party. A party for two. (laughs) So then... And another girl kept singing it, and we kept asking the DJ to play it. So they played it a couple times, but then it got a little bit too much. Uh-huh. So eventually, yeah. at, near the end of the, the night, we were out waiting to get on a wagon, and the guy rushed me on this wagon, and I didn't recognize anybody. So what they did is they put me on a wagon for Scotia Bank instead of my company. <laughs> so what they did is they, they talked me into getting on the wrong wagon just to get rid of me. Oh. oh, they must not like Shania very much. Uh, no, no, you forgot of my singing one or the other, but I didn't care. Like, a good you were treating it like it was a party for two, but in fact, there were others there, and they did not like oh, yeah. it. I tell that one quite a bit where I got kicked off the Hatfields. I don't think I've been back since. But. Yeah, because your picture's up at the yeah. entrance. It was us out in the evening on Friday. Oh, and were we ever out? It was rowdy. We were out. Uh, we were really lo- interesting to see, interested to see uh, some of the people that we knew from the show, like asking trivia questions to win Hot in the Harbor tickets for a Friday night cruise. Like Marius. We wanted to see Marius, the Newfoundlander <laughs> who did not know which Atlantic Canadian province is the largest. Newfoundland. Yep. So he was one of many people we tried to run into. And this is kind of what the experience is like as we went down the line of people waiting to board the boat just on Friday night. Hello. 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 Hi, Candy. Hi, Candy. Melody's right here. I love 103.5. Shout it out, baby. Let's go. Are you guys all together here? You're the birthday boy. You're both birthday boys. How old? Turn 22. 22. It's not a big one, but downtown crazy at 21. Now I'm growing up a little bit. Going to the county. Yeah, one year experience makes a difference, I guess. Too old for the dome. How what's the age cut off to go to the dome then? 21. No, 23. Right, you got one year left? I might go back tonight. We don't know. I'll be there, guys. Come on. (laughs) You're not going to be there. God, this is already past my bedtime. Come on, jump on the booze cruise. I'm a groove. I want to see your booty move. What's going on? You're getting married? Yes, the group's I notice you don't have a sash on, like your future wife. Yeah, yeah, no. no. We might might be able to make you a future husband one. (laughs) Your white t-shirt is a blank canvas for us. This guy just got home from the deployment. He's with the Navy. This Today, morning? Today, 8 a.m., yeah. Yeah, on HMCS Halifax or Montreal? Yeah. Montreal, yeah. What is your main duties on board? I'm a roundsman, so I check all the engine spaces and stuff like that. Make sure she runs, yeah. As far as I know, we don't have a roundsman on board tonight on the Harbor Queen. You need one, I'm your man. Yeah. Yeah. One more night of service out of you. Laura? Laura? 
off to Cork, Ireland to be a dentist and she starts school in September. You're going to be an Irish dentist. An Irish dentist. Why in Ireland? Because why not? We got I've already met people. Come on. Jared and Ashley. I googled a picture of him. What? <laughs> and you too. Yeah, in all fairness, he did say, is that Melody on the boat? Oh my God, Melody Rose? That's cool. That's, I mean, I Google people all the time. I actually Google listeners a lot. If they have an attractive voice, right? I'm always like, that person has a really attractive yes. voice. Yes. Does Jared say, say a sentence? Hello. <laughs> I'm not on the radio, so it's not as easy for me. Do you think he has a sexy voice? Act? Yeah. What else is sexy about Jared? Oh, no. <laughs> I'll ask you in two hours. Okay. Are coming on the boat? No. Oh, I would do karaoke. Yes, we are. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, what's, uh, what's your karaoke song? Any any song you want. Any song? Yeah. Carrie Underwood. Oh, yeah. Which, she has a lot of songs. The highest pitched one you can find. <laughs> That's true. Before you cheat. Okay. Maybe next time I'll think. Where, where in Saskatchewan are you from? Uh, from Moose Jaw, but we lived in Regina for many years. Is it weird to see hills here? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, hey, welcome. Is it your birthday? No, you're getting married? All right. All right. When's the wedding? August 27th. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Oh, you get all the brides together. There's another bride on the boat. Is this a bachelorette? It is. Where is your future husband? Having a, is it a bachelor think, party? Yes, he is on a boat as well in New Brunswick. A houseboat. So not as fun. I know. I've been on the houseboats in New Brunswick. Boys trapped on one boat for a whole weekend. No. I pray for the cleaning lady. That's all I have. To one say. bathroom. <laughs> I don't know. Hello. Oh no. It's me, Marius. You remember how I got that question wrong? How could we forget? Which Atlantic province is the largest by land area? I'm gonna go with. New Brunswick. Oh! Oh, gosh, you know something? What? I'm not even gonna say it. I'm from Newfoundland, Labrador. Oh! All I was thinking was maritime. But I mean, it goes even worse than that. I mean, in university, I majored in geography, so it was like a double win. <laughs> I wore my Nova Scotia shirt, so I blend in, so no one would know I'm Newfoundlander, you know? All right? What's your name, Abby? Yes, Abby, hi. Did you hear it happen? He had just sent me a recording. I wasn't listening. And then it was like, I was like, you said New Brunswick, didn't you? <laughs> like, I knew. Well, we just put out a new podcast today, and it is on there, on demand, and it lives there forever. You can download it, share it around. I'm going to keep it forever. I have to download it. But you could ask me any geography question. I get it. But you ask me the simple one, mine's gone blank, you know? Any capital of any province, I get it just like that capital of Saskatchewan. Saskatoon. No! Regina! No! The first one! We can't help that this is what's in the headlines this week. It's tragic, but it's true. Melody Informant. The internet is a breeding ground for freaks. Hot Country 103.5. This is Tragically Trending. If you didn't already hate Kylie Jenner, have I got a story for you. And I put it on the popcorn. <laughs> she, <Sit> and, <laughs> she and her boyfriend, Travis, each have private jets. Each. each. His and hers. Yeah, and they use them as frequently as you might use your car. What? For example, a recent trip that Kylie took on her jet for 17 minutes to travel what would have only been a 45-minute drive. Was she just going to the beer store? <laughs> yes, because she routinely does this. Weekly, she takes multiple flights of 15 minutes or less, and she could not care less about the possible environmental impact because she posted a picture of her and Travis standing in front of their private jets with the caption, you want to take mine or yours? Mm, cool, cool, oh, fun, fun, real fun. Yeah. yeah. So now she's being called a full-time climate criminal, and that's accurate because while the planet is on fire, we're all chugging our iced coffees before our paper straws turn into paper mache and a 
pathetic attempt to stall what is an extinction-level climate catastrophe, Kylie's here taking a jet just across the street. But what else would we expect from the family who rented a private island for a birthday party at the height of the pandemic, right? Right. Hey, we're out of milk. Oh, let me just hop in the jet, get a whole crew of people to employ it and get me over to the store. Exactly. No, from someone that we hate to someone that we absolutely love, Marin Morris. This is such a sweet story. She posted a picture of her American Idol audition ticket from 2007. Her mom had saved it. You probably didn't even know that she auditioned for American no. Idol because she didn't even make the TV portion of it. Oh, no. She didn't even make it through the first round of cattle call. <laughs> auditions and her mom still kept the ticket which she said is like the equivalent of your mom saving your 10th place trophy it is yes it is but what I love about this is that you know it's like it puts things into perspective because Jordan Sparks won that year and you might not know who Jordan Sparks is but she's done okay for herself yeah but this contestant that didn't even make it past the very first round of auditions has the same net worth now as the contestant who won so you know I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. And finally, a story that was tailor-made for Foreman. Arnold Schwarzenegger has been known to fart in people's faces. What? <laughs> One person in particular, actress Miriam Margolius. Schwarzenegger didn't care for him. He's a, a bit too full of himself. And uh, I, I don't care for him at all. He was actually quite rude. He farted in my face. Now, I fart. Of course I do. But I don't fart in people's faces. He did it deliberately right in my face. No, I fart. No, it sounds like the Queen's talking about it. <laughs> but she went on to elaborate. It was during the filming of End of Days in Los Angeles and I was playing Satan's sister and he was killing me so he had me in a position where I couldn't escape uh, lying on the floor and he just parted it wasn't on film it was in one of the pauses but I haven't forgiven him for it Such a delightful story, too. Uh, In his defense, he was one time a seven-time Mr. Olympia champion. He had one of the best physiques ever. He had to eat a lot of meat to get there. Like 40 Uh, chicken breasts a day in that body. Exactly. What do you expect him to do? A lot of, yep, that happens. Also, she says she's never forgiven him, but she didn't even remember his name. At the start of the interview, she called him the wrestler from Austria. (laughs) (laughs) As we all do. You know what Facebook's for is baby pictures and updates from cousins and aunts and uncles and things, right? Yes. And nothing else. (laughs) Uh, My cousin Lauren, though, she's on the phone here now with us because you've got pictures from going to a wedding and we need to ask you, what happened? We were driving back from a wedding in Montreal on Sunday evening. It was probably around 7, so we stopped into one of those grubby en route just to get a (laughs) coffee and something to eat for supper and I had gotten the coffee and Graham was in Subway and I was walking back to the car and I could just hear someone screaming bloody murder. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, so there was this little blue hatchback and this middle-aged woman was standing outside of it screaming, get out of the car, get out of the car. Wow. And what did you, like, how close were you to them? (laughs) I was kind of across the parking lot, like I was a good distance, but they were definitely making a a commotion. It kind of seemed like they wanted to create a spectacle or else they were just so angry that they were oblivious to where they were and the fact that there was all kinds of people standing around. But then, <laughs> so she's screaming, get out of the car, get out of the car. And he wasn't getting out of the car. And then she got on the phone and she was screaming into the phone. He won't get out of the car. So anyway, finally the door opened and I thought, oh, I wonder what this guy's going to look like. But he was so small. So then I thought, I, I feel like it might be a mother-son situation because she looked a lot older than him. Oh. And then she, re- so there was another lady, I think she was a bus driver. And I said, do you think she's in danger? Because at first I was a little worried. Like there might be, you know, like she might actually be in distress. Yeah. And she said, oh, no, I don't think I don't think she's in distress. I think they're going to drive away together in five minutes. So anyway, <laughs> the guy gets out of the car. He's quite small. He's a lot smaller than her. But anyway, Graham came back with the sub, so I got distracted for a minute. But then when I looked over again, it had escalated because he was digging into the back seat. And I'm like, oh, oh what's going to happen? And he, <laughs> he pulls out this, like, large stack of papers. And then he starts, like, trying to throw the papers at her, but... 
know, windy. (laughs) Papers are just flying around the parking lot. Oh, my. She opened the trunk, and she pulled out one of those jerry cans, like the red little jerry can with the spout off it. And she whipped that at the guy. (gasps) Well, that was sort of the, that was the peak of the fight. (laughs) Did it get, did it, did she hit him? Yeah, well, she 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 narrowly missed him. Oh, <laughs> close call. I don't know what's more entertaining—the <laughs> fight or the fact that you and and some bus driver are just standing there watching, eating, eating commentating <laughs> on it like it's a sporting event. Oh, the bus driver was loving it. She's just like pulling on her cigarette, and she's like, "I see this every day." <laughs> oh my God. But it was an anticlimactic ending because my husband came back with the subs and we were facing away from the fight. And then he started to, he started the car and started to drive. And I said, where are you going? And he said, I'm turning around so we can see the rest of the fight. (laughs) (laughs) So 902-425-1035, what's up, Matthew? It kind of reminded me of a slightly similar story where it caught the attention of lots of people, but it actually involved my family. Uh it It wasn't a fight. We were on a family vacation in PEI. We were staying in a motel. There was two buildings side by side and everyone parked in the center. So the next morning after we had slept all night, my grandfather said, oh, well, I'm an early riser. I'm going to go get myself a coffee at six o'clock in the morning and grab my mother's car keys. And uh, he sets the car alarm off and then OnStar thinks that he's stealing the car and locks a minute with the alarm going. (gasps) And this is... This is echoing between the two buildings. <laughs> By the time we got up, everyone is outside of their hotel rooms in their robes and in their pajamas. <laughs> There's probably 40 or 50 people standing there. <laughs> the alarm never shut off for almost 15 minutes. <laughs> he didn't get his tea or coffee that morning. No. <laughs> but he didn't need it, I don't think, after that. <laughs> in any case. Whoa. Thought it was over. Nope. Little we know, you have seen some things go down in public. Oh my gosh, and Jillian, you saw something go down in public at my very favorite playground in the city, the Westmount Playground. Yeah, what was it? Oh my gosh, it was insane. So I get there with my two-year-old, and he was having a great time. There was like a guy there selling popsicles. He was so excited. So he gets a popsicle, and then we left the water park. We were over down at the at the climber area. And I just hear these two women screaming at each other. And I think it all started, like, something to do with their kids. Like, I think their kids might have got into it, and then the parents got involved. I don't know. I'm, like, literally on the playground. They're screaming at each other. And the one woman was saying, well, this is why your kid gets beat up all the time. (gasps) And then the woman turns around, punches her in the face. And I saw it. I was like, oh, my gosh. And I took my son, and I don't want him to see that, right? So I took my son, and I was walking down the climber, but still trying to, like, nosily, you know, see what's going on. And, um, yeah, then the other woman starts hitting her, and they're they're just on the ground, like, going at it. My my mother-in-law was there, so she was freaked out, and she was trying to find us. So, but, but we left, like, you know, trying to get away, so... Anyways, I ended up meeting up with my mother-in-law. She's like, oh, my gosh, did you see what happened? I was like, yep. And then the girl that started the fight, yeah, she, she was there throwing a birthday party for her daughter. That was so a birthday gets, party. Oh, yeah, no. it was a birthday party. She gets up <laughs> off the ground, and she's like, all the kids at the party, follow me. And then she brings them back over, and then she ended up leaving because the, the other girl was like, I'm calling the cops. And she's like, you don't even know my name. So anyways, they got a license plate, and that was that. And the cops were there. They came, and the one girl was, like, given a report. But then when I left, the 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 girl that started the fight, she was just over there like nothing happened. I was like, wait, what? And I said to my mother-in-law, I'm like, that's the girl that started the fight. She's like, I thought she left. And I'm like, I guess she came back to enjoy the party for cake. <laughs> I mean, I've heard of piñatas at birthday parties, but never human piñatas. That is something. I know. Can you imagine your child coming home oh and saying, God. the mommy punched somebody in the face? Oh, my God. Oh my it's God. the presents you never knew they yeah. wanted. <laughs> right? It was insane. Wow. Well, well, highlight of my Sunday, I guess. <laughs>
I have a wedding coming up this weekend, and I have a problem. I have an existential fashion situation, and I think only the person who lives in the 260-year-old farmhouse <laughs> in Bridgewater, who's a friend of the show, could possibly help, and that's you, Jake. Oh, God. <laughs> You live in this haunted farmhouse because you have horses on your farm, correct? Yes. And the type of riding you do is Western, correct? Yes. So that means yep. you must have a lot of Western wear. I have some, yes. <laughs> Where do you buy it from? Um, I buy it online from Rod's Western uh, Apparel. Rod's Western Apparel? Rod's Western Apparel. That sounds fancy. So you have to order it in. Yeah, I order it in. Okay, Foreman doesn't have that long. Uh, I have left this to the last minute. (laughs) I'm in a legit, very farm, very cowboy, authentic cowboy uh, wedding this weekend. (laughs) And it is unbelievably hard to find anything Western related anywhere in Nova Scotia. And it's very disappointed. And now I... I wish I had more stuff to wear, but I don't. And apparently I have to wait to order it in from Rod, so... Well, I mean, my those are like my horse show clothes. Like, when I go to shows and have to look all fancy and stuff. Okay. Yeah, see, I feel like... like I know when, when it's like a wedding on a farm with real cowboys, I can't look... I can't have fancy cowboy clothes on, no. or otherwise I'm going to look like... Jamie from Yellowstone and look that up. He looks like an idiot wearing cowboy clothes. I mean, you're going to look like that anyway, but what can Foreman do <laughs> Thank in you the for next that. few days to, you know, decrease the embarrassment he's already going to feel? I have boots, so that's important. Okay, the boots are the most important part. Yes. Just go to, like, Walmart or, like, even, like, Frenchies or somewhere, I don't know, and get something plaid. But they don't. I need like a like a sh- I need like a Wrangler s- snap shirt, and I can't find that anywhere. Yeah, you won't find it anywhere here, unfortunately. <laughs> Can you create one out of like a like a dress shirt and just like glue some fringe on it? Oh, that would be the worst. Oh, okay, worse than nothing. Oh boy, oh the fringe. <laughs> I don't know. I guess the surrey with the fringe. <laughs> yeah, on top. Like a little surrey with fringe on top. Walk in there singing Oklahoma. Uh-huh. Yeah, that'll go over real well. Sweet home Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> See, if I if I lived closer, I'd just be like, hey, Foreman, come pick out a shirt and just wear it. <laughs> well, it's not just that, too. Like, if you have a shirt like that, right, you also need a big-ass belt buckle, do you not? I mean, not. I hardly ever show with a belt buckle, honestly. <laughs> okay. Okay. I really don't use belt buckles because... I'm a little overweight and it digs into my stomach and it hurts. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you don't need the belt buckle. So part. I need a belt maybe, but not the buckle part. Yeah, just a belt will do. You, you don't, don't have really a belt? need the buckle. Well, I have belts, but they're not like, you know, Western belts. I don't know. Like, bedazzle them with something. That would I don't be know. so much worse. <laughs> if I'm bedazzled or fringed in any way, I will be very obvious I've never been on a farm before. And I grew up on one. And I don't need to look like that. Honestly, the easiest thing would just be plaid. Just any plaid shirt. Yeah, just a plaid shirt. Like a dark blue one or a red one or whatever, really. And tuck it in. Okay, I'm not sure we helped him, but I'm not sure we could have. (laughs) Well, you know. (laughs) Even with the proper planning, I'd still be a lost cause here, so. How long have you known about this wedding? Well, it's been postponed for several years because of COVID, so a few years. Oh, so, you know, we've had several years. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm still going to end this call by saying thanks for nothing, Jake. (laughs) It's your fault. You are very welcome, Foreman. (laughs) Who's this? Hi, this is Erica, and I'm calling in uh, to hopefully help with the problem for uh, Foreman for his uh, shirt wedding. (gasps) Really? Oh, my gosh. Oh, we've got some texts, too, Foreman. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. Let's start with you. Okay, so there is a place in Hansport, I don't know how far that is for you, but it's called Debbie's Tack Shack, and they sell Western wear. Have you, have you been there? 
I have. I actually um, have a beautiful belt from there. Um, I bought my boule cowboy boots from there that I wore for my daughter's wedding last year. Ooh. Um, and she has the men's like show shirts for for Western show. But how showy? <laughs> I personally think that Foreman no, should go all in with this. No, this is not. I'm not wearing like an Elvis jumpsuit here. <laughs> 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 like I really I, want to tone it down a bit. So if she has yeah. toned down shirts. Yeah, she does have um, like the regular style shirts with the snap down stuff. So okay, cool. Well, that's uh, okay. handy information. Thank you, Erica. You're welcome. Now. Kim, you have texted us some pictures of things that you saw on Facebook Marketplace. Hi there. Where do you get off thinking I'm wearing chaps to a wedding? <laughs> well, you said Western wear. Yes, he did. I think that Foreman, you know what's the thing about Foreman? He's like, please help me. I'm looking for this specific thing. And then everybody yeah. helps him. And then he says, no, too tacky. No, where do you get off? Oh, the baby blue shirt with the flowers embroidered on it might be a little much for me. You would look lovely <laughs> in baby blue, Foreman. <laughs> well, you could always make wedding history and go chicles. <laughs> That's, I knew we were going down that road. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Well, uh, you put that picture in everyone's mind, so blame Kim for that one. <laughs> this is Alexis? Yes. Uh, are you a little bit Alexis or all the way Alexis? I'm all the way Alexis. La, 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 you are caller 11. So we're going to start with you, and sorry about that. Well, that'll sound better on air. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> it always does. Uh, three questions, Alexis. you got to get the third one right, but first got to get the first one right. One, two, three. What is the name of the holiday Nova Scotians celebrate on August 1st? Labor Day. Oh, Alexis! Oh. No! You did. Yeah. What about you, Jake? Got an answer? Needle day? Yeah! Yay! We love our needles. We sure do. Started in 1895, and we celebrate Nova Scotia's history. All right, question number two. What is the name of the trail that consists of a 298-kilometer highway weaving through the Cape Breton Highlands National Park? Oh, I do know that. Uh, shoot. Not Kedgy, is it? Oh, Jake! Wrong. Kedgy yeah. is not in Cape Breton. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, Jake. Melissa, you have question two waiting for you. The Highland Trail? Oh, no. Wrong. You thought this would Sorry. be easy. I did! <laughs> Okay. Hi, you're on Hot Country 103.5. Who's this? It's Alexis! Alexis! You get question two now. Okay. Alexis, what is the name of the trail that consists of a 298-kilometer highway weaving through the Cape Breton Highlands National Park? You guys said this was easy. I just... Don't let us down again. The trail in, in Cape Breton that everybody talks about. Oh, um, the cabbage trail. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, last question. Which actor did we share in Tragically Trending was accused of intentionally farting on a coworker during a scene in the 90s? Um, that I have no idea. Oh, no! Okay. Any guesses? No, no guesses at all. Oh! Okay. Question three, still up for grabs. So. One, two, three. Hi, you're on Hot Country 103.5. Who's this? This is Jared from the Hot Country Cruise again. Oh, Jared! <laughs> Yay, Jared. Well, well, well. We'll see if they let you back on, even when it's free. 
I don't know. I seen a ladder in the back of the boat, and uh, I was like, I want to climb to the roof. <laughs> then I climbed back down, and uh, that's kind of when the trouble started. Right. So that's yeah. You called us earlier this morning to let us know how last Friday you were on the you paid to be there and got kicked off for being on the roof in the middle of the cruise. <laughs> we didn't know why, so now we know. Uh, to go for free, though, Jared, what's the question again? Which actor did we share in Tragically Trending was accused of intentionally farting on a co-worker during a scene in the 90s? Arnold Schwarzenegger. <gasps> oh, that's it! Yeah! <laughs> no way. Okay. Just can't control himself. <laughs> Yo. And Jared, what we're going to need you to control yourself uh, this yes. Friday. No ladders, no rooftops. Just follow oh my the God. damn rules, all right? <laughs> Did I actually win it? Yes! yes! No way. I'm, oh, my God. You're cruising for free, Jared. <laughs> you get to do the second half of the cruise now. That's right. I can actually see the whole thing through. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. It's based on your behavior. <laughs> Don't take the stairs into the harbor, at least not right now, because of the water treatment situation. A pump failure in the city's wastewater system has resulted in stormwater and wastewater emptying into the harbor. A replacement pump has been ordered and emergency repairs are being planned. And that's only temporary, though. Today, though, you also may want to choose carefully out of which lake you want to swim in because some of those are closed due to high bacterial levels. If only somebody was part of testing water in lakes and the harbor regularly. And her name is Dr. Jen, teaching coastal ecology at Dal, part of the uh, Seaside Summer Field Program. And Jen, you are here. Thank you for being here that you do test the water in the harbor. Yes. And I mean, that's only one tiny part of what we do. Most of the, the students do. We compare various areas, sandy beaches, dunes, salt marshes. Um, we go to uh, different rocky shores. So they're really looking at the rocky shores zonation, um, looking at the seaweeds and the animals that live in the intertidal zone. And then we compare that to a more, you know, pristine area closer to Peggy's Cove. And part of that field work is also to take water samples. And it, it seems like it relates to you very much when you hear like this morning, oh, Paper Mill Lake Beach is closed and Kearney Lake Beach is closed because of yep. high bacteria levels. Yep. What? How bad is that? <laughs> you know, all the tests that we've done over the years at Halifax Harbor, um, all the coliform has come back almost nothing. Um, the ammonia and the phosphate levels, which indicate things like runoff and, and fertilizer and that kind of thing, they're also really low. Um, so in terms of water quality, of course, bad timing for the pump to break down. Um, but in terms of water quality, I'd rather swim in the harbor than in, in the lakes around here. And like just in general? Yeah, yeah. If the infrastructure was there um, for safe entry and exit and lifeguards, as well as buoys and stuff for watercraft and making sure that that's taken care of. Oh, yeah, totally swimming in the harbor. This is, you know, it's water quality is mostly clean, of course, the pump. Um, and it's so accessible for so many people, you know, that don't have a car and can't access some of our beautiful ocean beaches around the province. Right, yeah. When you're just out at a bar on the downtown waterfront, why not take the stairs straight into the water? <laughs> right? I know. It's, the water quality is great. And you know, if there was regular testing, just to get that perception. I think that's the biggest issue right now with so many, like, naysayers about the harbor is is the perception. Did the city not just dump straight raw sewage into the harbor up until pretty recently? Yeah, like what boat, and I remember it. I, you know, I was here in Halifax pre-2009, and it, yep, it was going right in. It, and it, interestingly enough, Halifax Harbor is the hydrology and bathymetry, so the bottom, um, is actually makes, the, makes it better than it could have been. Um, so it's flushed naturally pretty well, but with that much sewage going into it, it still wasn't good enough. So you <laughs> add in treatment, in addition to the natural flow of the water in the harbor, it actually can clean itself pretty quickly, and it, it, the water quality was good. I think you could harvest lobsters or something from the bottom of the harbor in 2014. I remember seeing a news article about that. Wow. It's the best water quality in the area. <laughs> Based on, like, these, I mean, and sometimes Queensland Beach and Rainbow Haven Beach have been close to bacteria levels because there's big inlets 
that come in behind those beaches and lots of coastal development around them and lots of boats around those places too. So I think it's just a stigma thing, honestly. But I mean, generally, once they get this pump fixed, I mean, generally, you know, swim in the harbor, do whatever you want. It's fine. Once this pump is back, it won't take long for it. Like I said, you know, the pump in the filtering system is going to work. The treatment plant is going to work again. And because of the tides and the shape of the harbor, it still naturally flushes out, especially there at the Narrows by, you know, Queensmark and, and Bishop's Landing and that kind of thing. Great. Well, good to know. Thank you so much, Dr. Jen, uh, teaching coastal ecology at Dow. Awesome. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon. Informant of the morning on Hot Country 1035. <laughs> You've probably heard heard us uh, with this joke and, and this clip of Lobster Dave on our show. Is it just a coincidence that there was some of that roundup, that carcinogenic weed killer? Yeah. That went off the market and hummus come on the market at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> he is so against hummus, and that was when we were on a boat. We're on a boat! Side note to nominate Lobster Dave, a.k.a. Uh, Dave Baker from Tan Cook Island for the coast's best of Halifax, best local character, vote.thecoast.ca. Yes, that's we definitely want Dave to uh, win that. We He took us out for a whole show. We are live on his boat fishing with his son, Dylan and him. Uh, you can check it out on the Melody Informant podcast. When it comes to winning that award, by the way, Dave did say... Somebody told me... That you get a, a year supply of hummus. Uh, I don't know if that's, that's, not, that's what the prize is. This man and his hummus, and we do not know the origin of his hummus, what would we, like, hummus hate? Obsession, I hummus would say, obsession. at this point. Yeah, well, I mean, beware. You know, if you're swimming in the ocean and you're worried about sharks, just keep this in mind. Always swim with a, with a little coat of hummus on you, and they will not come anywhere near you. <laughs> And remember when you were trying to keep Lily, your daughter, in a room at night? Yeah. Uh, put a container of hummus outside your kids' doors, and they won't come out in the middle of the night. Which I tried. It's effective. <laughs> <laughs> he is obs- I don't know why he hates hummus so much. I don't know, but it just it knows no bounds. It does not. And in fact, uh, he and his son Dylan and his two nephews all boarded our Hot in the Harbor cruise this past Friday night. He did something so nice and so, so delightful. Only Halifax's best local character could do something like this. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, if you see us uh, at, on the boat or at any event, we're probably wearing a little name tag. Like, mm-hmm. we've got a lanyard, and then it says the state name of the station, and then it says Melody Rose, yeah. or it says Foreman on it, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, Dave made his own for David and for Dylan, and for the nephews, and for our street team, and for us, that are exact replicas of our station name tags. And how did he even know what they looked like? I don't know, but... I don't know, but they also, on them, say, Hummus Patrol. Does it get any better? No, it doesn't. It's the most delightful thing. <laughs> so there we are in the boat all night on Hummus Patrol with, <laughs> with Dave and all the tan cookers. <laughs> and then he takes us out. We're out, out on the town on Hummus Patrol still all night long. Yep. And they were truly on Hummus Patrol. They were holding up their badges, looking for anyone with hummus. Legitimately going up to people, strangers, and asking them if they had any hummus. And there was a stranger who said, is this a for real thing? Because my mom's allergic to sesame and I'm always on Hummus Patrol too. Yes, because she works at Mesa. (laughs) It's just you couldn't be more delightful, more of a character. And that's why you got to go to vote.thecoast.ca and put in David Baker from Tancook. He gets so jumpy when I look at his phone. What's the deal? It's a quarter after eight. And Geneva is our date. And we need you now. We're knocking on your door. Let us in, cause it's time for Dear Geneva now. 
David Dickey from the Book of Love Canada is here with us, Melody and Foreman, in the morning on Hot Country 103.5 because we have this uh, message. Dear Geneva, my boyfriend uses my phone occasionally and I don't have an issue with it, but he acts so weird when I use his, grabbing it away from me while looking uncomfortable. This only happens because I sometimes take his phone jokingly when he borrows mine. I have confronted him about this double standard before and the fact that it makes me feel suspicious. Well, he told me he looks at adult videos on his phone and does not want me to see what he is looking at. And I don't have an issue with him doing that, and I've never gone through his browsing history. However, it has happened several times, so am I right to feel like there's something more happening? I mean, can he just use a private browser? <laughs> that is a good question to ask. Um, thank you for calling Martin. I mean, what do you, what do you think? It's my girlfriend's birthday at the end of this month, and I've been hiding my phone for two months. I've been sleeping with it. I've had it under my head. I've had it in every pocket you can think of. I go for a shower, hide it in the cupboard because it's got her birthday presents all over it. And I can't let it see him. Oh, look at that. See, Geneva, you thought this guy was fully cheating, but maybe he's just like Martin. Surprising. I'm creating a surprise party. <laughs> see, maybe. that's, that's just as likely, is it not? He could be organizing an engagement and an engagement party. Yeah, who knew she had such a sweetheart on her hands? Just like, you know, maybe she's dating Martin. <laughs> oh, dear. So make sure that when you, when she asks, tell her that you're looking at weird porn and then it'll make her go away. <laughs> right. That'll stop any conversation. But you really think, I mean, it, the, the, it's most likely, it does seem likely that he could be cheating. That is the most obvious reason. So if you are in that situation and you think somebody is cheating and why are they being suspicious? Why can't I look at your phone? What can you do about it? So this happens quite a bit and it, and it shows up in a lot of different ways. It's not just someone being protective of their phone. There's going to be other signs of, you know, someone potentially cheating. And if those signs do come up, there's things that, that you are going to have to do. Unfortunately, there is for our mind and our, and our safety of our mind, we need to find proof as humans. And so um, before we can make a decision to end a relationship or, you know, make the next move after finding out someone is cheating, um, we have to usually find proof. But that being said, um, sitting down and having a conversation about this, I know I say this every time, but the conversations are the best way to really kind of pull this out because there's a lot of beautiful things that can come from something like this. For example, if it is just fishing gear, it is an engagement ring, or it is something like that, you sitting down and expressing his feelings over his phone um, and his reaction over the phone makes you uncomfortable, it's going to open up to a really interesting conversation and observing his reaction to that. So if you sit down with him and you honestly communicate, hey, this makes me feel uncomfortable. These are the thoughts that are coming in my head when you pull away with your phone so quickly. Can you just explain to me what's going on here? And if it is the porn thing like he says it is, actually by not speaking about that, you are missing out on something that could be potentially pretty sexy in your relationship, too. There's a lot of couples that watch that stuff together, and if he's doing that privately on his own, and he feels so much shame over that, that he doesn't want to communicate it with you, um, that may be a fun conversation to have uh, to figure out what that kind of looks like. So really sitting down and going over this until you feel comfortable with it, until it gets resolved, or he may continue to push you away. He may continue to uh, throw it back on you or what have you, in which case we probably know that there is something going on here. You know what? Normally, I haha, I make fun of, oh, gee, we have to have a conversation. Oh, no, who wants that? You have just given out some really good points of all the upsides of saying we need to have a talk. Yeah. And it's funny that you laugh at the we need to have a talk <laughs> because, you know, it, it's, it's never fun. But in a relationship starting early and starting at situations like this. Like, I think whenever these things come up, or any of these Dear Geneva questions, um, it, the conversations that come from situations like this build your relationship into something beautiful and strong and loving, or it just eliminates the relationship so you can go find somebody to build that relationship with. All of these are very, very powerful questions to lead into something beautiful. Hi, you're on Hot Country 103.5. Who's this? Oh, it's Garrett. 
Who's this? It's Foreman. <laughs> Foreman? And so I, was calling, I, needed, I was looking to get a... I, I don't know if this is the Meza in uh, Halifax. I was looking to get two Swarmer plates. Um... Have you called the wrong number, or are you setting us up for a hummus joke? Oh, no. Is this... Uh, oh, I thought I was calling uh, Meza. Oh, no. Yep. This is uh, the, the radio station, Hot Country 103.5. Oh, I called the wrong number. There was two different numbers I recently dialed on my phone. I thought this was the one. Okay. Oh. What, oh. Um, what, you're getting two shawarma plates from there? Yeah, but I don't know if they're open yet, but I need it for my lunch for work. It's uh, it's 7.30 in the morning. You are very prepared for this lunch. <laughs> they might not be open, but sometimes they're in there preparing, right? So they might be open. Two shawarma plates. You're, you're dining with somebody for lunch, aren't you? No, that's me. Wow. One for the morning and one for the evening. Wow, what do you do that you need to consume so many items? <laughs> Oh, uh, work outside, so burn a lot of uh, energy, right? Ah, so, yes. So who, who, did, who did I call again, did you say? We're Melody and Foreman on the radio station. Oh, oh you're on the radio? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so are you. Cool. Yeah, which you should know, if we're one of the frequently called numbers on your phone, you probably already knew that this was a radio station. Well, I called, uh, I think I might have called there yesterday or today or something uh, that says call B number 10. I think I might have called there yesterday or today. Oh, yes. Yeah, we yeah. have to, uh, trying to get the trivia questions. Would you have known any of the answers? I might. I don't know. What what ones were they? You should ask me. <laughs> Let's, I can tell you. We're doing it right now. Let's okay, do the question. Okay, but we don't, we don't have any tickets to give away, so we're just wasting your time. No, we might give you oh, something. No. One, two, three. What is the name of the holiday Nova Scotians celebrate on August 1st? Oh, that's Natal Day. Yes, sir. What is the name of the trail that consists of a 298-kilometer highway weaving through the Cape Breton Highlands National Park? The Cabot Trail. Oh, man! And which actor did we say in Tragically Trending was accused of intentionally farting on a co-worker during a scene in the 90s? Oh, I don't know who that is. I thought it might have been Johnny Depp, but that's his girlfriend, that <laughs> <bit. It's laughs> We'll give it to you. We'll give it to you. <laughs> we have a fabulous assortment of prizes that includes... A trip to Hawaii. A trip to Hawaii. A well, trip to no whammy. You could choose from a royal blue full back, uh, large to extra large size, new era, maritime fuels, SO at... It's a very nice hat, surprisingly. Is it? Yes. Yep. Or... It's a engraved wooden... Map of the Halifax Peninsula, complete with our logo on it. Oh, really? That'd be kind of cool. I think so. Yeah, I'll take I'll take that for sure. And we'll yeah. throw in some coasters too. Perfect. Oh, you just, you just load them up with free stuff. I see. <laughs> well, we, are, we are wasting his time, and he's getting hangry. Awesome. I wasn't expecting this, but it was fun talking to you guys. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Enjoy your lunch. Remember we had this guy from Scotland on? Yeah. And he was going to send us a care package. Martin. Martin in Scotland. And because we truly are an international morning show, as you may or may not be aware. Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, he did send a package. And then the slip from Canada Post sat here for a couple of weeks. Uh, and then they sent it back again. <laughs> yeah, it sat on your desk for a couple of weeks. And then they sent it back again. Yeah, and there was stuff in there for us. There was He was going to bring, there was treats and goodies and mystery items from Scotland for us to give away for you listening. So we were all going to benefit from this package. Yes. And now Foreman we don't have it anymore. Crapped the bed and. Anyway, that's all besides the point. Uh, hi, you're on Hot Country 1035. Who's this? It's news from Scotland. Nicholas Sturgeon is going for independence, and Boris Johnson is walking every chance he can get. Although he's no longer Prime Minister, but still sits in the Prime Minister's house. And it's all a big mess. And the weather here in Scotland today is hot and sticky. That's all right if you're with a woman, but it's useless if you're on your own. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just a really quick uh, UK update from our UK correspondent. Wow. <laughs> wow, thank you, Martin and Scotland. That was very useful information. <laughs> you know what? I was wondering how hot it was there right now because I've got some family in London and some family in Norwich, and, and they've just been saying, like, it's, well... 
people are dying. Well, what do we owe the pleasure of your company with us here this morning? Well, I just want to give you a shout. I've not given you a shout for a while um, to let you know that your package is in the air oh right gosh. now. Oh you my sent gosh. it back. You did send it back. I haven't even sent you money yet. It doesn't matter. That raw haggis is going to be real spoiled, though, oh, by now. <laughs> yeah, especially oh. in that heat. Just one last thing. I tried voting for Lobster Days, but it wouldn't accept my postcode because I don't live in Canada. Oh, right. You need to pretend you need to just look up a Dartmouth postal code. You'll be fine. <laughs> not that we're uh, promoting cheating because that's not allowed. Oh, no. No, no, of course. No, I we didn't Lobster say Days that. have to win. <laughs> he does have to win. We agree, yes. for God's sake. Yes, you have it. Isn't your best friend in Dartmouth? Make sure he votes every yeah. day. I'm going to say, if one of your listeners with a spare postcode that would be willing to give me to vote for Lobster Days, I would be appreciated. <gasps> a spare postal code. A spare code. postal code. Who has a spare postal code on them? Our postal code at 100 Main Street here in uh, Dartmouth, Nova Scotia is B2X1R5. <laughs> and we're not using it. No. <laughs> Oh, and, and while oh, you're voting for <laughs> while you're voting for Lobster Dave, if you felt like voting for us too, you can. I mean, you don't have to, but you could. You could. It's possible. I like I like Lobster Dave. He's cool. Ah, he but, skimmed right over yeah. that part. Okay. <laughs> Text 902-425-1035. Write Melody Informant on socials or email Melody Informant at hotcountry1035.ca.